Welcome to The Slotted Lamb, a movies-by-minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic, An American World from London. I'm your host, Troy, and I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. All right, so it is today. It is today, and today is that day, and the day that that is, is Tuesday. Don't ask me. I just, I don't know. Sorry, I apologize for that. So we're just going to get right into Minute 84, which starts off with a closed door and ends with a thoughtful Jack. So as we pick up in this particular minute of the movie, we actually have the character of... Lance Boyle leaving the hotel room in the porno film See You Next Wednesday. And we then uh, do a shot of both uh, Chris and Brenda now looking at each other, realizing that the uh, little uh, mishap has passed on. We then cut to a shot of uh, David, who uh, hasn't yet stopped looking at the film to look at his buddy Jack, and uh, mentions... His thoughts about the movie? Good movie. Jack also responds. Mm-hmm. David then inquires if there's anything he can say. What can I say, Jack? And then, uh, basically, Jack tells him that he doesn't have to. You don't have to say anything, David. Now, at this point, the... Uh, Jack is now looking over at uh, David, and again, like uh, previously stated, we can see this beautifully constructed animatronic uh, talking puppet of uh, Jack Goodman uh, moving away, be moving beautifully and all that. Uh, again, it's a feat of uh, uh, mechanical expertise and makeup special effects wizardry that is what sets this movie apart from other movies, especially of the era, because this is far and beyond anything you would have seen at this point. Uh, it is just a fascinating uh, piece of work. So um, we then finally have David uh, start to uh, acknowledge Jack. He actually looks away from the film and basically says, What you going to say, I told you so? But uh, as he is, uh, after he has delivered the line, he then uh, starts to look away, uh, where uh, basically Jack comes up with his response. If I was still alive, I probably would. But I did tell you so, you schmuck. Upon that, uh, David uh, instantly turns his head to look back at uh, Jack. David then gives Jack his opinion of his uh, visual presence, and uh, basically, Jack accepts it. You look awful. Thank you. David is instantly regretful of what he has just said. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. He's also confused. I don't know what I'm saying. And then he even denies what he did the previous night. I don't even know if it was me that killed those people last night. I don't remember doing it. Jack then brings up the whole entire sequence about, you know, the zoo. What about the zoo? David then points out that uh, whether or not he is a monster, there's a chance that it might be something he'd do. 
I'm not the wolf, man. I'm crazy enough to do something like that. Now we're going to take a pause from the actual movie itself, and we are going to have our see you next Wednesday moment. So like previously mentioned, we have in all of our uh, John Landis films, well, actually not all of our John Landis films, but a good portion of John Landis films have the actual some sort of reference of some sort or other to the movie See you next Wednesday. Next up on the list is um, the timeout sequence of Twilight Zone the movie, which was uh, in 1983. There's an SS officer that says, See you next Wednesday in German. In Spies Like Us, in 1985, a U.S. Army recruiting poster can be seen behind Colonel Rumbus, played by Bernie Casey, uh, right after the vertical impact simulator s- scene that says, The Army can teach you the skills. See you next Wednesday. And uh, basically, in Into the Night, in 1985, uh, poster for the m- posters for the movie are seen. Back to the movie, uh, David is sitting there now basically distraught and basically going over his uh, current situation. And look at me, here I sit in a porno theater in Piccadilly Circus talking to a corpse. After which he admits that uh, he is very uh, fond of seeing his uh, good friend once more. I'm actually glad to see you, Jack. And then we end on a shot of uh, Jack looking at David, where we can get another beautiful view of this gorgeously constructed constructed, uh, animatronic puppet that is being controlled by up to like five different people at the time, including Griffin Dunn, who is uh, working the actual jaw of the uh, mechanical uh, creation so that it lip syncs better to, well, I guess kind of doesn't really lip sync because there's no lips on this thing. Uh, but it, that's uh, basically where we uh, are right now. Over on the commentary track, uh, Griffin Dunn completes the uh, connection between the two of the actors in the porno and then redirects the conversation back to himself and how he's controlling the mouth movements and sitting behind and underneath a black curtain where he's watching on a monitor. According to the script, scene 82, Interior, Cinema Day, as pointed out in the previous minute, the cinema in the script is not the porno theater that it is in the film. So obviously David's reaction to the porn is absent from the script, uh, plus the script's version of the theater, while also uh, scarcely populated by patrons, is occupied by some sleeping bums and children scattered about. And when it comes to the conversation between David and Jack, it's almost exactly as it is in the final film. So when it comes to the radio drama, this particular sequence of the the actual movie as it pertains to the radio drama, there's obviously a little more banter between uh, David and uh, Jack, where uh, he basically has to point out, David that is, that uh, Jack has no lips, how he can uh, 
continue talking like that, which is kind of funny. Uh, but David, uh, Jack then also tells him, well, how can you live with uh, eight deaths on your hand? David uh, then goes on to uh, talk about how uh, repulsive uh, David, uh, Jack actually looks and that uh, the sequence pretty much plays out not exactly as in the film in the script, but uh, it is pretty much loosely around the actual sequence. Uh, Jack, however, does do a little more talking than he does in the final film version. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World from London and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you'd be so kind as to share, rate, and review us, that would be really cool too. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us in a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads, best of luck. Give me a second, I'm looking for... When it comes to the radio drama. Oh, shoot. I'm still recording. <laughs> Should look up every once in a while. Is that? Is that? Is that? All right. That's that.